What's good? We are here. Joshua Grady here. This is the Agent Talk Podcast, and we will get straight into it. Uh, so, I'd actually previously recorded an episode, uh, but it came off a little too strong, I want to say, for the topic at hand. And so, I'm now re-recording that uh, and trying to do it with a little more, uh, I guess, softness in my voice, I would say, regarding this topic. So for those that follow me on Instagram, I posted a poll about uh, you know what what it was that those listening wanted to hear and for me to speak on, and it was, was a resounding choice for an agent being fired. Um, this is a topic that I feel like a lot of agents don't like discussing. Uh, I really haven't seen any, especially when you look at some of the quote unquote notable uh, agents in the industry. I've never really heard anyone speaking on being fired or being terminated in that relationship that, you know, signing a player, it no longer being in existence for one reason or another. I posted this after the 2020 NFL draft on my Instagram, uh, and I really believe that it's very easy for us, whether you're an agent, you're a teacher, you're an athlete, you're whatever, it's very easy to discuss our successes, our wins, when we put together a new sponsorship deal, when we have someone getting signed or drafted, very easy, you know, to hold up our trophies. And that's in all aspects, not just agents. But I think it's equally important and equally empowering and impactful to also be willing to speak on, you know, when things maybe don't go your way, when disappointments come, when maybe you've made mistakes, whatever it can be. And one of the reasons that I wanted to set out on this journey with the podcast is to be able to bring some real authentic truth regardless of if it was deemed quote-unquote good or bad okay and so for me if I'm going to speak on here talking about when things go right I have to talk about when things maybe go left and so with that being said actually so last Thursday I was actually fired okay so I was fired uh you know uh that term itself can bring for some people some negative emotion but it's been a learning experience, I would say, and to keep a long story short regarding this is I had a player assigned to us that I've been working with since January, uh, who really due to COVID had a lot of things that just didn't transpire in the way that we would have hoped. Um, a guy who, to be honest, didn't have the best draft grades coming out of college, uh, a guy whose own team, to be very transparent, whose own college coaches, uh, were you know talking to NFL coaches and not really giving him a good report. Uh, didn't have any you know solidified testing numbers. Never recorded forty yard dash. Was hurt to end his senior year. So on and so forth. All of these things that just from the outside looking in, it's gonna be a long shot in reality for this individual to make an NFL roster. Not the most athletic guy, hard worker, good kid, but. The reality is, is this is a player who, and even before we signed him, we kind of knew it. So, you know, if he does make a roster, you know, for one year, that's a victory. Uh, And someone that we really weren't, I guess, expecting to, you know, really be someone that teams are going to be calling for, you know, nonstop or anything of that nature. So he knew this kind of going in. And so now it's August. Uh, We had the draft. Player went unsigned. Really, nobody just had any interest. Uh, you know, really did everything that I believe we needed to do as an agency to put him in front of teams. We did a virtual workout, sent out his film to every single team, all 32, talked to all 32 teams, let them know he's healthy, he's available, yada, yada. <clears throat> and nobody just came calling. Like, nobody had interest. Nobody wanted to sign said individual. 
which is fine. Like, it happens. Uh, you know, so many individuals after the draft can end up on a team, and he just wasn't one of them. And so for me, you know, keep working. You go through the summer, uh, going into, you know, camp, and obviously everything with coronavirus has really made things a little bit difficult and a little different. But at the same point, what you're trying to do just as an agent, really all that you truly can do is let all 32 teams know that your guy is healthy, that he's in shape, that he's prepared, that he's eager for an opportunity. And so for me, really for the last two, three weeks, I've been doing that, you know, reminding teams that he's healthy, that he's ready to go, that he's available. Uh, and basically, we've talked with a few teams, to be honest, again, most teams have just said we're not interested right now, you know, we'll keep him you know, on our short list for later on, but as of right now, going, you know, we're three weeks away from the season, nobody's really just, again, interested in bringing this player in, <clears throat> and I want to touch on this because it's important, I believe that where truth is in regards to what an agent can do and what some people expect an agent to do are two very different things. Some people believe, and I believe that this is what this family thinks, or we wouldn't have had this termination is that an, it's really an agent's job to get you in front of these teams and to set up these workouts, so on and so forth, and that's not the case. You know, the reality, we're in August now, teams know who, who's available, teams know who they have interest in, teams know who's hurt, they know who's not hurt, they know who they want to bring in, and truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter who your agent is, if a team watches the tape, if they watch your college film, if they watch you move around, if they don't have any interest in bringing you in, they're just not going to bring you in. It doesn't matter if you have a Drew Rosenhaus, uh, Agent Nicole Lynn, or Joshua Grady. Like Teams scout, you know, and I think that's something that's a big misconception is that an agent is just supposed to miraculously pull deals together, workouts together, when the case is, even if you don't have an agent but a team wants to see you, they're going to see you. They're going to fly you out, and they're going to want to spend some time with you. They're going to want to see you work out. And so I say all this to say, man, you know, again, I get a phone call. Basically, it's a dad saying that they want to separate. They want to go in a new direction. Again, this is a guy I've been working with since the beginning of January, trying to put him in front of teams, do everything that I believe is right in regards to being an agent. And you really just get to the point where the reality is for a family, especially, and again, I try to call it spade a spade. And this is where in my previous reporting, I think I got a little too rough. So I'll try to dial it back. But you know, sometimes as an agent, you're just going to run into these families and these players that you're just going to have to be the scapegoat, to be honest. You, you you can have a player who, again, teams just don't want to see right now, that they're not interested, he's not a priority, and that's just not good enough, you know, for the parents. It's not good enough for the family, and you really become the reason in their eyes why, you know, my baby boy is not on an NFL team. And so you get fired, you know, and, and that's what happened in this case. Again, you know, you had a guy who, again, I believe I did everything that I needed to do. Talk to every single team, every single team, all 32 know who he is. They know who he's available, so on and so forth. Every single thing that I can do as an agent. And then you still get fired because family thinks maybe they can find better. And, you know, for me, I just want to put out an encouragement because I know a lot of younger agents follow me, uh, even those that are, and maybe not agents just yet, is, you know, if a time does come for you to have to walk through this trial, understand, as some Earl Nightingale said that it really stuck with me, is if you do your best, what more can you do? You know, if you do your best, if you do everything that you can, what more can you do? What's better than your best? And the answer is nothing. And 
at first, you know, when, when his dad called me, I was angry. I was mad. I was bitter. You know, when you really do everything that you can uh, in genuineness and, and being thorough and making sure that you yourself have, you know, dotted all of your I's, crossed all of your T's for this player, ensure that training was, you know, to, to where it needed to be, making sure that you're being in contact with these teams and everything of that nature, and you get to the point where, you know, the season's in, in a few weeks and then you get fired, you know, it hurts. It really does. And it, it can really be a pride check, uh, an ego check, and it can be humbling. And I'm grateful it happened in year four and not in year one because for someone starting out to be fired, I think that's very, uh, you know, can be very discouraging, very disappointing. And even is, it even is for me. But the reality is in being able to, this again, this was Thursday, I'm recording this episode Sunday night. <clears throat> the reality of the matter is when you really dial it back, and take some time to self-assess. The reality is Joshua Grady did everything that he could have done that he needed to do in the role that I have for this player. And if that's not good enough for this, you know, player or for his family, it really is what it is. You know, I can't be upset, even though I was, you know, I was upset. Uh, but I can't be mad, can't be angry, and really just hope that this family and this player can really just come to truth, like, Teams just weren't and aren't that interested, and that's okay. That doesn't mean an opportunity is not going to come, but to just jump ship on your agent when he's working. You know, I'm not sitting on my hands and doing nothing, really doing everything that I need to do. Uh, I think that was a weak move, uh, but it's not the first time I've been fired. I've actually been fired twice. It's funny, the first person that fired me, I actually ended up getting them another contract while I wasn't even their agent, but I'm sure we'll talk about that at another time. So it's just all interesting, man. You know, it's a learning experience. Uh, you know, <clears throat> it's crazy how God works. Those that follow me on here, you know, a little bit about my relationship with the Lord. One prayer that I have been having is for a relief from a lot of the stress that has been coming lately. With the season coming up, you know, right now we have five guys on the team. A lot of the stress that I've had lately really has been from not only this, this specific player, but more so from the family. You know, when you've got a dad that is calling you, when you've got a mom that is sending you Dean or uh, tweets, uh, this team worked out these players and this team did this and that. It's like, I already know these things, but it does begin to stress you. It does begin to weigh on you. And my prayer has been like, God, please give me a relief from this stress. Like, please provide an answer to these issues that I'm having right now. And for me, mentally, I'm thinking, okay, what does that answer prayer look like? What it looks like is it said individuals on an NFL team when in reality, what the answered prayer looked like was the relationship being terminated, you know, and at first it's like, dang, you know, you look at it on an earthly scale, it's like, man, you got fired. How can that be an answered prayer? How can that be a blessing? But the reality is like that frees up so much time for me now to really focus on our other guys, to focus on our guys that really are, to be honest, all in. Uh, to be able to focus on a guy like a Marcus Lewis. Marcus is a guy that's kind of in the same situation as his other client, but just has a complete opposite mindset in regards to everything. He's a guy that trusts me. He's a guy that listens to me. He's a guy that doesn't really ask too many questions. And he just knows, like, great, I know you're working. I know you're doing everything that you need to do. And Marcus actually has a workout this upcoming Tuesday, you know. And so for me, it's just definitely been a check. Like, Joshua, you pray for this. I'm going to answer it. It might not be in the method that you think that I should be answering it, but you asked for, you know, a relief from this burden, and I take it in a way. So really thankful 
for God to just, he just the way he works is really just, it's so good. It really is. And I'm just thankful for it, you know. Uh, so that's really all I got, man. I hope I was able to provide just uh, some transparent insight. I'm definitely going to keep things moving, keep things pushing. Was grateful, uh, you know, last few days talking to a few of our guys and really, you know, getting that affirmation like I am a good agent. You know, having George call me and telling me about how his practice was. Talking to Scotty and we're talking about not even ball, but just live firing, telling me, you know, reaching out to me, talking about how practice has been going, talking to Jordan, talking to Sterling, Sterling talking about how excited he is for me to get down to Atlanta to come, you know, watching him play and whatnot and see his family and just getting that affirmation from the current guys that we have, man, that it really means the world. And uh, one thing about it, they say, you know, without any rain, the sun, you know, getting that sunshine wouldn't mean so much, you know, no joy without the pain and being able to, you know, go from one day getting fired and you're questioning yourself and thinking you're not good enough and doubting, you know, what did I do the right things, yada, yada. And then the next few days, the rest of our guys just come through and remind me that you're doing the right thing. And it's just, it's something so fulfilling about that, I would say. So that's really all I got. Uh, just trying to, more than anything, just getting some things off my chest. Uh, so, you know, as always, any questions, whatnot, feel free to hit me. Again, this is Joshua Grady with the Agent Talk Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, please do me a favor and subscribe. They say that you know, it means something, so if you'll do that, that'll be awesome. Uh, if you're listening to this on the streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, do me a favor and leave a five-star review. If you like this episode, please throw us a subscription, and you can follow us on Instagram at agentgrady underscore, as well as at agenttalk. And aside from that, this is Joshua Grady, and I'm out.